Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ask in a Pod. For your consideration and safety, please be aware that there may be some foul play in language. So, if you are under 12 years old, and, yeah, it's not PG. So, let's continue. So, today we're going to be starting with the topic of 2020. We all know how crazy it's been, how many things have happened, and I would like to see what a few people would like to speak about. So today we're going to start off with my good friend, Mr. White. Let's give him a call. Let's see if he's ready for us. Welcome to the second take of Ed in a pod. I might actually take that bit out. <laughs> but we are not live, but we are currently recording. So welcome and thank you for your time. No problem. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> so, yeah, today is mainly just talking about some of the crazy stuff that's been going on during 2020 and um, the main thing is just getting the word out there and getting, you know, the guests to mention some of the things that may have bothered them the most or some of the things that may have surprised them the most. So my question is, my first question to you would be, what was your, your sort of breaking point for 2020? What are some of the things that you would like to talk about? Oh, breaking point. Come on, let me just start on that, huh? Uh-huh. Damn. Here's a crazy one that I bet not many people think, but not having any work for over three months, that drove me mad. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that I work a physical job, it's tough, but I enjoy what I do. And then... To go from constantly working 14, 15 hours a day to not doing anything, like, first month, or the first month was like, oh, it's good, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, month off, it's great. And then the second month, you got a bit stir-crazy. And then by the third month, I was just sitting there hoping that, you know, I'd get the call to go back to work. God damn, did I miss going to work, huh? Never thought I'd say that. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> Didn't we all? Didn't we all? <laughs> all that time we wanted free time and now we got it. <laughs> yeah, all that time and wishing off. Wish I had a week off. Wish I had a month off. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I had six months off and I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. what would you say? What What are your thoughts of how... Um, with within us ourselves, within our government, because we are from the UK, I I mean, from from my side of things, I feel like they did it way too late. They did the lockdown way too late. But right now, it's not too much about what I'm thinking. It's about what you and the listeners are thinking. So, what are your thoughts on that? No, I do do agree with you there. Like it was implemented like kind of too last minute, too, mm. too late, too little, too 
Mm-hmm. When you look at countries like New Zealand, mm-hmm. and the moment they heard about this pandemic, or not even pandemic, but heard about this this virus, mm-hmm. they instantly went into lockdown. They listened to their country's scientists, you know, like mm. crazy, 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 crazy thought. But yeah, and they've got a total, of, a grand total of four cases. What? Imagine that. Imagine In- that. Because I was listening about it on the news today, and yeah. I didn't know it was just that. That's incredible. Yeah, four, four cases, or they got. They locked down everything. You know, they stopped flights in and out of the country. They uh, quarantined everyone. Mandatory to wear a mask. Everything like else about. And look, and, and look at them. They, they're probably all well and good. They've got a grand total of four cases. You know, that's there's no stress on their on the National Health Service or whatever. There's no stress on their government, on their, um, you know, police force or anything like that to kind of mandate this shop. Like, it's all, it's like, I bet it's all running smoothly as hell over here, whereas over here, it's different. Like, you know, everything was implemented too late. Now you have about 20 or 30 different hotspots across all of England that are all anywhere between 1,000 to, like, 20,000 cases. So... Mm. Yeah, for us it was it was implemented too late. Plus, it's like political, you know, really, truly, like. Sounds like New Zealand went in pure diligence and discipline and knew what was what and knew what they had to do. And yeah, I I think the the one thing that pisses me off because you know born and raised here, yeah, you, we've all got that whole like as as a. As a Londoner, a person from England, you always have that, um... Oh, yes! We are mighty! We are great! Da-da-da-da! Comes down to a goddamn pandemic, and everyone's going bloody out and doing this, that, and the other. And I'm not saying it was just us doing that, but I'm pretty sure we were taking the fucking mick. Excuse my French. Um, I feel like... Well, maybe... Uh, maybe I shouldn't speak about the whole of England because I don't know how countryside's been and Scotland was pretty on it, weren't they? I just feel like we just, as Londoners, we just didn't really care. And I hate to say we because a lot of us did care. No, but it's true, it's true. This is what I meant by like, it's critical. The moment this kicked off, you shouldn't have been, you know, you have politicians telling you the, the facts. It shouldn't be politicians telling you the facts about something that's to do with, you know, microbiology. It should be a microbiologist or a virologist or a virologist, I think it is. Mm-hmm. They should be the ones telling the facts about it because they are the ones who are educated in it. Mm-hmm. Instead, we have fucking plonkers like, buddy, what's his name? <laughs> Boris Johnson. <laughs> telling them, oh, everything's good. Don't <coughs> <coughs> man's got nothing, you know, got the one brain cell bouncing around his head there, and, like, why are we listening to him? Why are we not listening to the leading fucking virologist in our country? Because mm-hmm. they probably know exactly how to handle the situation, but no, that's the problem, is, that's what I mean, it's, it's one of those things where we took, we were unfortunately one of the countries that took a more political view of how to deal with the situation than a scientific one, and... And look where it got us, you know? Yeah. 500,000 cases later. I think my last question during, um, sorry, not during, um, in regards to the coronavirus, um, do you believe 
and I say this question, I say this question and immediately in my head, my answer is yes, but <laughs> do you believe there will be another spike the way things have been going? This one is quite serious. If, yeah, I agree. Of, of all the things that we've had, and I think uh, you and I, we were even having a conversation, um, it could have been a few months ago, and it was, and actually maybe it was a month or last month, we were talking about when we were in school and um, things like SARS and then the bird flu and all that stuff. This is the big one. Like, really, you, you know, I, I feel like, I, I, I mean, I could forget because I remember in school I skateboarded and, um, you know, and activities, let's say. So um, I, I may have forgotten the real situation of how everyone was feeling or maybe how the adults were feeling because, again, I was in school. But I feel like, for me, I feel like this is the real deal. You know, like, pandemic. And it's like, I think... For the first three months, I got very, I got very, very, very like, okay, that's it. I'm not gonna drink. I ain't, I am, I ain't gonna do nothing. I ain't gonna socialize. And I did that for three months, and then all of a sudden, but let's let's not get there just yet. My my point is, I might actually have to skip this bit because I forgot my fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> what what did you say before I started talking? Um, no, we were talking about the fact that, you know, the whole back in the day, you know, like you were saying, like when we were younger, we had, what was the one before this? We had swine to it, that was a big one. I even had that at one point, I remember. I actually had that, <laughs> that one. Um, and, yeah, people, I thought people were going off of that. But yes, the swine flu wasn't that bad, like to be honest, I had it and you know, it just had a bit of a fever, you know, cough and whatnot, very, very mild case. Mm -hmm. But this one is a bit more serious, you know, it's a tax the respiratory system, it's it's got more to it. And I suppose people are just very relaxed about it. Very, very relaxed about thinking that oh, you know, it's they're making it more out than what it actually is, when it's not the case of that, it's actually telling you exactly how it is. And people still just go, Oh, you know, it hasn't affected me. That's the yeah, that's it. That's the mentality. It hasn't affected me. Which is exactly the same person who's going to transmit that stuff to someone else because you won't know that you have it for effectively two weeks. And even then, even if you do have it, you you can... you You, 
you can be um, so you can, you do have it with no symptoms. I mean, you're still contagious because apparently that's a whole other side to it now as well. You either have symptoms, so yeah. you still you have it and you have symptoms, or you you have it. You're a carrier, but you don't have any symptoms. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word. You can be a carrier and you're still contagious for yeah a, a week, two weeks. Um, but yeah, again, you can be asymptomatic, so you could be you can have it, not have any problems, and then for two weeks you could be going about passing off to everyone, and then two weeks down the line, everyone else is sick, and when you come into contact, you are suddenly sick, and then yeah, it just keeps spreading from that. It's the whole thing of That simple understanding that it's life or death and not just your life that's a person life that's another person's life another human being's life and you've not even put the thought into your head that oh I have no idea who this person is I don't know if they have children I don't know if they are living with their parents and do you know what? It's not even the factor. Those factors doesn't really matter because that person is surely, whether they live with either side or not, they're surely going to be seeing them. And they're going to be seeing them without knowing that they've contracted this deadly virus. And then it just keeps on going. I think, I think that's the part of it where I get really mad. And I'm just like, I find it very, I find that quite sickly, that mentality. It's not, it is, it's maddening because a simple thing like don't go out unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. It's, such, it's such an easy thing to follow. Just don't don't go out to the pub, don't go out to see your friends. And then you get these people who sit there and claim that, oh, it's, it's oppressive to them. It's, you know, I mean, why, why should they not have to do it? Like, yeah, it's that single-minded individuality that I just don't understand. Like, you can't, you can't, like, live in a city and then go, oh, but I'm in it for myself. It's only the only person I got worried about is me. Mm. It's a pandemic, it affects everyone. You shouldn't think like that, because that is how you spread disease. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, well, I'm not sick, therefore I don't have to do all this nonsense. And it's just, yeah, it's stupidity is what it is. I'm mm. sorry, what it comes down is it's pure, uneducated stupidity. <coughs> Unfortunately, the majority of the world is just very, very stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadly. It's a, it's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. Yeah. Right, with, without you know, without being malicious about it at all, it, it is. Yeah, it's, it's just that. Not, it's the fact of it. It's the behaviour. It's, it's yeah. So the behaviour and the mentality. Don't think. Yeah. Yeah. 
one more question because you you just you just you brought up a very good point here which um which i think um with what i'm gonna say next our viewers may um agree with or may disagree with so my my question before we before we move on is um what we've just stated in regards to these people um with this this behavior and mentality towards it and saying that it's um them saying that this is it's it's oppressive for them to stay within their homes and not see their friends and go shopping this that and the other what do you think their response would be to you and i if they if we were to question them on what they're doing if it's right or wrong what do you think they would say Quite egotistical, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, can, I can understand. It's, and it's, yes, it is someone telling you what to do, but it's the context. You know, it's not, it's not someone telling you, oh, don't buy this, buy that, or no, you can't have that. It's, that's a completely different context. This is a, please wear a mask so that you don't spread a disease that has killed people. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's a completely different context. If people will sit there and take it in the same stride as, no, they're telling me what to do. They're controlling my life. It's not. Like, it's it's a completely different context. Mm -hmm. I can understand, you know, if you wanted to buy something or if someone's telling you not to do something or sometimes you're like, you can't do something. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're not allowed to do that. I'm not allowing you. Mm -hmm. That is a completely different context. You know, mm -hmm. fair enough, more power to you fight against them. But this is, this is talks of, a, of an infectious disease that people are, you know, catching and people are vulnerable to it and more likely to die from it. Absolutely. And yeah. this is this is like people going, please can you take care so that you don't spread this? And again people take them in the same stride as, oh no, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. That's a stupid way of thinking that causes this. Which also leads to them somehow making this facade of them saying, I'm not doing anything wrong. Even though I'm sure they feel something at the bottom of that pit within them. They can feel that thing, maybe negging them on their back or somewhere on the body, saying it is wrong, but they don't listen to that. All right, well, enough of the corona for now. Um, I want to move on to... Oh, maybe no, maybe no, no. Let's, let's not talk about Brexit. <laughs> let's talk about... <coughs> What was this? Because the, the whole Brexit thing, that was... When did we officially leave? We officially... Uh, just trying to do this year, in order. Was it November or October last year? I believe. Okay. Just checking my fact sheet here. Um, da -da 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 -da. Quick fingers, quick fingers. Come on. The listeners are waiting. So... 
the time we officially withdrew, <clears throat> the time we officially withdrew from the European Union was on January the 31st of this year. After years in making, the UK officially withdrew from the European Union, officially making Brexit a reality. January the 31st this year, apparently. Uh, that's when the UK took back its freedom, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, the next one I would like to end this with and, and on my side of things and then if you would like to mention some let's say honorable mentionables uh <laughs> feel free so trump trump let's talk about trump this morning i heard that there may be a black female person of color um yes elected as vice president i don't know if you watched it this morning but i saw it on there this morning i don't know if it's been mentioned before i was like yes let's do this but in regards to trump i don't know i don't know if i can even ask you a question about trump because can is it does there need to be a question <laughs> I hope I don't get sued for this. No offence, Bill. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I dread to think what would happen to them mm. down four years down the line of having Hillary Clinton as their president. That would have, that would have turned into a militant country. That's, that's, yeah, it's a really tough one, that one, because I'm, I'm just thinking as you're speaking, and I'm... <sighs> I really, really, like, I, I have not a clue... How, how, well, I can't even say how good, but how worse things would have been. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know, because she's had her whole experience. I'm sure she was like, I want to be in that chair when she was with Bill. So um, she probably had a few ideas over over the, oh, it's been a long time. Like, I don't know, look, look past 20 years I have no idea it's been ages I mean when was Bill in power um goodness like me that was uh god I can't remember um Bill I can't I can't remember don't worry because yeah 2008 to 2016 was uh with, uh, Obama, and then... Oh, I got it. I got it. I had to put my fact sheets on mute. <laughs> Hashtag Google. Um, <laughs> 19... So, 
Bill Clinton, if this I is correct, 1993, 1993, 1992, no, 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 wait, because William Jefferson, okay, aha, uh -huh. that's why he was called Bill, okay, I get it, because nicknames, okay, William Jefferson, so Bill Clinton, uh, was an American lawyer and politician who served as the 42nd president of the United States from 1993 to 2001. Prior to his presidency, he served as governor for Arkansas, or I can never read that correctly. Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas. So that's embarrassing. Yes. Add in the pod. Doing great. Fabulous. So yeah. Um, that's That was a long time ago. 1993. 1993. No, I'm thinking like 1996. Yeah, it's not in 1993. No. No, that I can see anyway. Yeah, no, so you know she's been. If you look at her, the BBLD in that shit, you know she's been you too. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, so I believe we may be having a next caller. So bear with me just a few minutes and we'll be right back. Hello? Hello? Hello, Miss Rebuck. I'm glad you can pronounce my surname. That would have been awkward if you'd done it wrong. Oh my goodness. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> would it be a good way to start? So, um, I'd love it. I would like to personally welcome you to Air in a Pod. Um, earlier on today, we had um, my good friend, Mr. White. And we were talking about some of the craziest stuff, this main topic's about some of the craziest stuff and what the breaking point of 2020 um, has has been. But um, I actually, so yeah, we went from Corona and then Trump was mentioned at one point. Um, kind of controversial topic, but um, I would like to move on to some of the things that have maybe not even necessarily this year, but um, within maybe if we could crank down into like what happened within the past year or so within the LGBT community. That is something that I would really like to t talk about. So I thought it'd be a great idea to speak with you about that today. That is a great idea. <laughs> I am in the LGBTQIA everything community. Oh so my yes. goodness. Yeah. So, you know, um, Really, it's not more of me speaking, it's more of me learning and um, 
having my guest input. That's what this show is about. So, anything you would like to bring to the mic, and I may ask some questions along the way. Okay. So this is just free for all. I can like bring up something that's annoying me. Absolutely. And am I allowed? Am I allowed to swear? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, I needed to know the rating on this before I started. It's good. It's definitely not PG. It's definitely not PG. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. Um, you know what the problem is? When I think about all the LGBT issues that are going on <laughs> over the past year, <laughs> all of it gets eclipsed by how angry I am at J.K. Rowling. I'm, I'm so full of rage. Right, because someone uh, someone brought up something about J.K. Rowling recently. Um, I don't know if it was in regards to this, but can can you add on a bit to that? Well, let me tell you exactly what she has done, and okay. please oh do not people don't at me. I feel it. I feel your rage. I, I might get something slightly wrong, but the core of it is that she's incredibly transphobic. Oh, so, really? okay. Basically, she is something that's called a TERF, which is a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Wow. Often easy to spot because they have black bangs. Don't know why they flock to it. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not the best look. And they effectively, they're uber-feminist to the extent that they think that a... That, that a, a woman who has transitioned from being assigned male at birth mm -hmm. is not a woman because their body was male in the beginning. And so they say that all of those people are, you know, either perverted or don't understand what it's like to be a woman or are doing it to gain some sort of advantage. Um, like being able to go into women's bathrooms or go to a women's prison mm. rather than a men's prison. Mm. And it's such a harmful, you know, thing to believe and put out there because in reality there are no recorded cases of a transgender person attacking someone in a bathroom mm -hmm. because they are pretend because they are not a man dressed up as a woman. They are just a woman and they're using their bathroom. So she has this platform, which is so influential to young people, and especially she's writing like a children's book right now. Mm. And she's just using this platform to just spew hate and write like horrible, ridiculous articles. And effectively, I mean, a big, big part of the people who loved Harry Potter growing up was, was queer people. Because to us, it was like, wow, this is someone who was, you know, left out on their own and they didn't have anything. And, yeah. you know, yeah. they, they were an outsider. But then actually there's this cool, super awesome, dope group of people that all are the same as you. And it was like, you know, that's what happened. You found your gays and, and you were happy and you were a wizard and you went off to Hogwarts with your mates. Totally and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. <laughs> And then, you know, we all grow up and the curtain falls and the Wizard of Oz slash J.K. Rowling is just a massive transphobe. And we're like, oh, we've loved you so much. I'm not going to lie. We've given you so much. I am shocked because I, 
I had no idea. I had no idea, actually, at all. I did not know this. Um, this is news to me, so I'm just kind of sitting here like, wow, like, Laverne Cox would have a lot to say about this right now. Mm-hmm. And those that do not know who Laverne Cox is, well, you clearly haven't watched Orange is the New Black and a few other things, so... Shame on you. Shame on you. Um, going ahead... Um, Unless, unless there's more you want to say about JK. <laughs> no, she's okay. a bad lady. And every single person has said she's a bad lady. She's a bad lady. Anyway, no, I'm done now. I'm done now. Um, are there any other things? Like, for, for me, I would say, um, I'm not sure if it was last year or the year before, but I remember reading the newspaper. There was an incident in Camden. And there were there there was a couple, lesbian couple, and um, they were s- sort of courted by a group of males on the bus. Obviously, they're not interested because they're in love with each other, but because they had no interest and all they saw were hot women and oh, it's not going my way. This they decided to beat up these two women, and um, I was absolutely just. I can't explain the feelings that were going on inside me because for me as a black straight male even though I I may have had some sort of experiences along the way in my early 20s but that's not what we're talking about today (laughs) (laughs) maybe after a few tequilas (laughs) as in I'll get the story out of you but also I assume how those things happened as well We'll anyway continue we'll talk after (laughs) I um I was disgusted. I just did not yeah. know how it was how that became okay to do how do you get to that point in your in any sort of freaking mind um Yeah. Um so I just want to know if there's cuz I I'm sure I I don't know um I'm not within the LGBT community and I rarely ever watch the news so is there anything that you would like to bring to light maybe not maybe not everyone knows including myself that has actually happened within the past year or so well I think one thing and it links to the story that you just brought up that people don't realize is when this happened so many of my family members and my straight friends Mm -hmm. messaged me Mm-hmm. saying, oh, isn't this awful? Can you believe that this has happened? Please be safe when you're out with your partner. Mm. Um, and they were all surprised. <laughs> I was like, this isn't surprising. This happens all the time. I've been assaulted. I've been assaulted multiple times. Mm-hmm. I've been assaulted in London in the day. I've been assaulted in Soho. You know, I'm very, very gay-looking. I'm, I'm a pretty butch lesbian. <laughs> So it doesn't take much for people to know who I am. And I think Mm. that's what a lot of straight people don't understand. And Mm. actually, even gay people who don't look gay, Mm. um, that we are still victims. Like, Like, it's one of the 
So I always say that I, I'm an interesting mix because I'm I'm gay, but I'm also Jewish. So I'm I've got my two minorities, <laughs> well, my two minority cards. So mm-hmm. I, I feel pretty diverse. I'm a diversity hire at this stage, even it. though I'm white and very very posh. I'm I'm like almost a diversity hire. <laughs> well, people say I'm black and sound very very posh at times. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, we, but this is the thing. I've always mm. said that when I, you know, just being Jewish, I was like, I'm like, yeah, people absolutely hate me because of my religion, but no one knows that I'm Jewish mm. unless I bring it up. Mm. Whereas then I cut my hair as I got older and I, you know, I dressed in, in you know, more masculine clothes. Mm. And I mean, I said masculine clothes. I wear jeans and a shirt every single day. I'm a man. <laughs> and... <laughs> Everywhere I go, every single day, I get looks, I get comments, I get people pushing into me. And I think that's what people need to know is that just because you don't see it doesn't mean it isn't constant. And Mm. it sucks. I know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it is a lot. Um, Because I wanted to, there was one thing I was thinking earlier today, and it's, it's the thing of, as well how another thing that would bless you yeah okay another thing that would enrage me actually um i was, I was gonna be soft about it but to be honest there's no need to be soft about it when someone else is doing something which isn't correct to another human being so whether it's an actor whether it's a musician these same people who either attack or behave in a malicious way within people within the LGBT community, um, they're a big fan of whoever this actor, actress, or musician is, until it comes to the point when they find out they're either lesbian, gay, transgender, or bi- bisexual. What what's changed? What has changed? Because for, for example, um, I'm a, I'm sure a lot of straight guys they were very into Scully in um, the X Files, who was played by Gillian <laughs> Anderson, and she came out as bisexual in 2012. So I know some people they they may be these same people may be like okay well. She's bi, so I can still get a piece. Well, yeah. with that mentality, you definitely ain't getting nothing, son. <laughs> Secondly, I mean, just just looks aside in general. Like I've I've listened to like artists, and I've not known their face because I I was never very uh, computer kid. I didn't have internet. <laughs> Fair enough. My first source of internet was when they made a Bush TV that had internet and it was a <gasps> dial-up of the phone and uh, yeah, it made that weird noise. <laughs> it was oh, memories. <laughs> those, those nostalgic noises. You know, but um, I don't get it. I don't, I've never understood that. Um, it's just really disheartening. Um, there's a lot of stuff, like some of the greatest musicians gay why it doesn't matter it shouldn't matter and I feel like this is it may have got better over the years but I just feel like um, it's still like there's this it's like a stigma of that still there 
Oh, I mean, definitely. When you, because you know, you're talking about celebrities coming out and people not liking them, but like, there's maybe one sports player. Mm. That's not the right word for it. I'm not a big sports person. There's one, ah, oh, athlete a year oh, okay. who come yeah. out, yeah, yeah, maybe, and um, you know, it, it it just shows so much that it doesn't matter how progressive we think we are, Mm -hmm. people will turn on someone if they are something they don't like. I mean, even when you think about players who kneel during the national anthem, which is just weird enough that that the national anthem is played anyway, Mm -hmm. but the fact that, you know, people turned against amazing athletes because they kneeled down, because people were being murdered because they were black, Mm -hmm. and that was enough to stop stop supporting a whole team. but then on the flip side, when I find out that someone's gay, I will automatically go and watch everything that they're in and listen to all their music <laughs> because I like to, you know, we like to support the community. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's that side of it as well. We, we, do, we do follow what is about us, but I think it's because we have so little media about us anyway that it's... Yeah. Um, it has been growing. It has been growing. And um, I think for me, even as a child, before I even knew what that was, I was always very just like, I felt this like, I don't know. I don't know because I was a kid, but maybe it was like this respect kind of thing. There was something there that made me like proud and kind of like, you know, proud of a person. Because yeah. I felt there was something that later on in life I realized, oh yeah, it's it's really hard. It's really hard for you guys because a lot of this shit goes way, 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 way back. I was born in 88. This is even in the 50s. Like, this goes way back. So I'm like, shit, this shit's just as bad as racism. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It's It's a hard one. I mean, I think the issue is is that it's just not ending. And then you keep hearing new ridiculous things and new places where gay people are suddenly being really badly oppressed. Although, I mean, they probably were before. We just didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. And it's... And, but I think think it's the, the same with racism as well. Every day there's a new story that you're like... Oh, wow, okay, the world is a truly despicable place. And it's, mm-hmm. you kind of just have to push through because, I don't know, maybe this is because I'm Jewish and our motto is effectively, we have suffered, we will suffer. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think that we'll ever live in some sort of utopian wonderful all accepting world i don't think that that is a possibility ever i love that everyone is and like myself including is fighting towards a better world Mm -hmm. um and i think it's important too because god if we could just make it a little bit better that would be possible the bar is very low Mm -hmm. but i don't think it's very realistic but if you look back hundred years would Mm. I be able to be sat in my house that I share with my fiance and planning a wedding 
and my whole family support me and her whole family support her mm. and you know we're planning how many babies should we adopt mm. i mean 100 years ago would anyone have thought that this was possible absolutely mm. not so mm -hmm. i i would like to be proved wrong basically yeah i agree with that notion absolutely absolutely with with um those eyes towards the LGBT community and as well those eyes towards racism as well and just many other things but today we're mainly speaking about one thing <laughs> the gays <laughs> yes. I can say it tell me what is your oh what is your favourite I'm trying to like lighting up stuff right now Do it. before we move on um, what is your favorite TV show? And I would say, you know, quirky camp TV show. Mine was Will and Grace when I first started watching films. Yeah, I I did love Will and Grace. Oh, so if you were just asking like my favorite gay TV show, okay. full stop then that's it's got to be the l word like i used oh. to watch it at midnight when my family had all gone to sleep and i was like a kid and i was like i don't understand why i like this show so much but i know that i do and like <laughs> i used to look up uh youtube clips of it and then try and piece together as many clips as i could <laughs> until i finally went to uni and had my own privacy um because i mean like i won't go into it but I, yeah i was watching the L word and I was just I actually watched the whole show and I was like this is amazing look at all these gay women doing their thing and <laughs> living their lives and oh, they, they've adopted a baby and also the diversity in that show is really really good mm. like for, for for an old show it's it's fantastic so I really like it I've actually just written it down in my post-it note because I'm looking for something new to watch so thank you. The, the fashion <laughs> choices are are interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah. I was recently watching um, RuPaul Drag Race. Ugh. Oh no! Oh I no! Sorry. I, okay, look. I loved. I loved uh, episodes. So in in season, I don't even know what season is that. Just the first season. Just. Episode one, two, I think four, and then I skipped to nine, and I think I'm now on eleven. Yeah, because there there were just certain people like in there, and I was like, "You're literally like, I just come on here, and you you don't know how to sew. Get off the show." <laughs> anyway, um, I'm drifting. Would you? I've never watched you. Um... Hmm. RuPaul. I've never watched it. He's, uh, he's also been quite transphobic, so what? I sort of avoid him as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. He was super awful like, to, uh, to... Okay. You'll yeah. be, you'll no, be my look living it up, look it up. fact sheet. RuPaul's a transphobe. <laughs> dear, dear. Okay. Well, I'm just here to ruin everything you like. It's really like a confusing world for me right now. Um, I'm going to say a few, now we're on the subject on our TV shows, I'm going to name a few actors and actresses, oh and 
I want you to give me a yes if you knew and an OMG if you didn't know. Okay. So. Wait, if they were gay or... Yeah, so if... they, they are all within the... Um, and yes, I did miss out that last letter. They are all within that the LGBTQ. Um, yes, but... Yeah, if you know, if you want to know which, I will tell you if you didn't already know. So, so if I knew that they were gay, what do I say? Yes. Yes, and then OMG if not. Okay, I've got it. <laughs> I understand. I'm in. Great. I don't know celebrities, so this is going to be doubly fun. This is so good because, honestly, I'm looking at a fact sheet and I'm very bad with this stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Hit so, me. Number one, Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah? Hell, yeah, everyone knows Jodie Foster. She's my girl. so slow. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right, this is obvious, but it's nice to say a few obvious ones. Ellen Page. Yes. Um, did you ever watch Prison Break? No. What about... Um, Maybe no, that's not the same guy. That's not the same guy. That's. <laughs> Did you ever watch um, DC Legends of Tomorrow? No. Okay, I'm just gonna say his name. No, it was Prison Break. Oh my god. Wentworth Miller. No idea who that is. <laughs> Wait, dude, I didn't mean that. I'm gonna cut this. I'm gonna cut this out. <laughs> Matt Boomer. Don't know who that is. Um, did you ever watch White Collar? No. Okay, okay. We, we have some stuff that I need to educate you. Um. <laughs> and I have to educate you about some stuff. This is perfect, Absolutely. okay? Is we're going to hang out. And, and then we'll walk our we dogs will... together. Oh, when we bloom and get one, man. Mm. We've been on, mm. you know, we really want one. Just, it's a big decision to make. Oh, but wait. Yes, I would like to I be thought, your dog. I thought you had one already. No, we steal my sister's dog a lot. <sighs> who I would like to say is my adopted child as well, a little bit. Mostly because I love her so much. Okay. Her name is Toothless. Yes, I remember. <laughs> we had the conversation. We were talking about um, the, the movie. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot the name of the bloody movie. I'm thinking Dragon Quest and I know it's not. How to Train Your Dragon! How God, to Train Your Dragon! <laughs> All right, Sheldon. I'm not even going to say his real name. Sheldon from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Brilliant. I don't know his real name anyway. So, no, Jim Parsons. Yeah, yes! I know. Ding, He's ding, gay. ding. Perfect. Um, I'm going to move to... Okay, yeah. I found out about Gillian Anderson only today that she came really? out as bisexual in 2012. Oh, stunner. Like, oh... Anyway, Woo! sorry, it's getting hot in here. This is why you could probably hear my fan in the background. So, <laughs> just overheating in the corner. Absolutely. I'm not gonna go through all of these. Um, there are quite a few. There are loads, and it's fantastic. Um, did you watch Orange Is the New Is the New Black? Yes, I did. Yeah. Because I, I sensed you did when I made my um, my joke earlier. Um, yeah. Saying Laverne Cox was. I love her. She is brilliant. I haven't watched all of it. 
I started watching it a few years back, got to season three, um, and I was about to say something, but maybe people haven't watched it yet, so I'm not going to do no spoilers. <laughs> but I stopped watching. No, it's been really years. Sad. You can say something now. That's ridiculous. Well, Red's got beaten up, and then I don't know, like, if she, like, died or not. I don't want to know. Please don't tell me. But I will <laughs> watch it again. But I was sure, like, I had to check it up. Because I was watching the show, and I was looking, and I was like, no. I think this is definitely a transgender actor. And once I found out that that she is, I was just like, this is amazing. I love this show even more. So I love that it is, you know, it's coming, it's coming up more to light. It's being shown more rather than people knowing, but then there's the whole suppression side of things. And if you do speak out, you're wrong for speaking out. And that's the whole thing, which um, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I'm sure there's, I'm sure I'm not the only straight person out here that feels the same. But I feel like a lot of people who are, um, are quiet about it. And um, it's one of the main reasons why I want to speak about, I want to speak about things that people actually care about on this show and just get people's input, see how they're feeling, see how it's affected them. Because, <clears throat> um, yeah. you know, I, I'm not going to go too far in and ask about your um, experiences, but, um, <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't want to go that far, but I really am so happy you came on to the show today, and um, I hope you come on to many more in the future. Me too, this was great fun, I loved it. I'm looking forward to doing some more and hopefully not over the phone next time. Yes, whenever this whole uh, pandemic calms down. <laughs> yeah, so like a year. Perfect, <laughs> in the diary. Noted, done. And I will make sure I'll watch out for um, some of the, um, the L words, yes. Yes, do it. But don't jump around the way that you watch other shows. Watch the whole thing. I will, because trust me, I watch so much shit. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Rebar, thank you so much. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ed in a pod. Thank you, and I hope you listen to many more. Good day, good evening, and good night.